0: Hey everybody, welcome to the All Over Overland podcast. This is Michael, and this is the first episode for season two, I guess. This is 2020, so I guess we start a, a new season in the new year. So season two, episode one's coming up. We're going to have Christopher Holloway with a Let's Talk episode where we're going to interview him about the upcoming expo coming up in February. All right, so it's Michael with All Over Overland, and um, I'm excited because I've got Chris Holloway with me, and Chris and I met at the... um, what was that? That was the um, Express Rally Overland promo shoot. That's not where we met. No, that
1: was but Nat... Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that is where. Yeah, we that's met. where okay, we met. I was
1: yeah, we met at Rendezvous,
0: but no, it no, was no, Express it was trailer. at the. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wait a minute, uh oh, I met him somewhere else, and I can't remember. Um, yeah, pulled up to camp, and and everybody was around the campfire, and we had a good time, and then hit the trails, and and he has, he has a really really nice. Um, I can't even, the Jeep Wrangler, what is the JKU? Really nice yeah. setup. You carry like a ton of stuff on it, man. Like it's it, crazy. Yeah.
1: It's been a, that's been a labor of love and I'm, I'm really enjoying hanging out with all the Overland guys and not getting any grief about, you know, Jeep versus Toyota because I'm, I'm a little outnumbered. Yeah, I know.
0: I mean, dude, and then I've got the oddball Jeep. So mine's even like worse. At least you've got the respectable one. I've got the one that everybody's like, really? So how many times are we going to pull that out of a hole? And you know what? It's only had to be pulled out of the river once. And you know, that was partly my fault. So I can't really say much about that. But anyway, we got to talking and you have um, you have an event coming up. Pretty big event. Tell me a little bit about it.
1: I do. Um, so the Moore Expo is in Springfield, Missouri, uh, February fifteenth and sixteenth. And kind of what it is is a—it's um, our uh, our protest, if you will, to having to drive uh, a bazillion miles and spend uh, all of your money and just drop everything you got going to go spend a, a weekend or three days at at one of those awesome events they have on, on either ends of the coast.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, I don't know that I've heard of them. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, no, they're, uh, they're, they're great at what they do. Yeah. And uh, hopefully the fact that we've shadowed them a little bit, will come through with this expo, but we, we wanted something for the Midwest, man. There's, yeah. there's, there's an awesome event rendezvous in the Ozarks that goes on, uh, down in Arkansas. And those, those guys are, are great friends of ours. And, you know, we wanted to do something different than what they're doing. Uh, we wanted an indoor vendor based expo where it was a place that you could come just to look at products, uh, and get the best deals that you can. So we're, we're really working with our vendors to try to, you know, make sure that everybody's inventoried up and, and ready to come and, and sell product and, you know, do the product demonstrations and very really good get now, people excited about Now, you this.
0: said vendors, so so how many roughly, like right now, I know that you'll probably add some when we get closer, because right now we're a little over a month out um, from the expo, so, so how many vendors are you expecting to have?
1: It's getting close a month out. Oh, that, I know. I'm that, that sorry. I have to say when it. When I hear that, uh, so I have got 44 vendors right now and I've got about eight spots left. So we should end up just over 50. As long as, you know, one vendor doesn't come in and grab, grab an eight spot, yeah. you know, just tie them all in together. Cause that's, I mean that that hall essentially has room for 300 vendors, but somebody takes a bigger spot and then it cuts it down. Um, but we're we're going to end up right about 50. Okay, which is pretty awesome. That's that is wall to wall. We're not going to have blank space anywhere. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to set up office.
0: <laughs> that that's awesome. Yeah, out in the car. That's why we build these vehicles, right? You should I move get your to- office <laughs> out to the Jeep. Come on, man.
1: I got everything I you need. To see if... Uh, yeah,
0: I'll see if Artemis will let me climb up in
1: one of those tents. And, see, there you go. Just set up my Wi Fi.
0: You something. might you might need <laughs> it just to hide away, hide away from everybody, you know, like, you know, just a hideout area. Um, but not only are you going to have vendors there, but you're also going to have classes. Is that right? I mean, I've been seeing it. Uh, one other thing I want to say is if you're not familiar, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not familiar with what's going on, you can find all of this information on Facebook um under more expo is it just more expo yeah it's the uh sign more expo and more and, with two o's.
1: Um, yeah two o's two e's um yeah. honestly you know facebook's great for just kind of getting people excited and, and showing them little snippets of what we're doing but really if you want to get down to to see what's going on you got to Got to jump on the website, on the which website. is yeah. moreexpo.com, and okay. two O's, two E's, and uh, that's got everything. I I update that website twice a day. As soon as something changes, we get it updated. Very
0: so. good. And like I was saying, you're going to have classes. Now, your classes, now we don't have to go over all of them, but basically give me a range of like, it starts here and it kind of ends here as far as either experience level or just kind of what's going on.
1: Yeah, if you want to range, it's everything from uh, on the the less crazy end and the more um, conservative end. Just kind of, uh, it's like a, a, an adventure journaling class. So okay. go on a trip, um, learn how to to journal and write, and you know, really document the experience, and then. On the other extreme, and we've got everything in between there, is uh, how to escape illegal detention. Oh, jeez! Uh, yeah, uh, how to escape illegal detention uh, abroad or in the states. So whether whether you're, you know, backpacking Europe or whatever it is that you're doing, uh, it's how to kind of lay low, how to obviously avoid it yeah for the first part uh but if you do get in a situation it's it's how to how to get yourself out of it yeah um and these these courses are kind of cool because they're we've got some real professionals that are coming in some real experienced individuals that are taking what they know and i've i've asked them to condense it into a, a 50 minute course yeah um and they're they're rolling we've got Uh, this schedules every hour on the hour with a 10 minute break in between. So 10 minutes to tear down, set up and, and I've talked to everybody that's doing the classes and they're good with it. So it's really kind of neat the way that's going to work out. Cool. I'm excited about that.
0: And I know that, uh, you and I talked and I'm going to be there and I'm actually going to be at times doing my podcast there at the show. So we're going to have a few vendors that you're going to pull over. And then obviously, if if you come to this and you're listening to the podcast and you enjoy this at all, if you'd love to sit down with me and just shoot the shit a little bit and talk a little bit about Overlanding and what you do, um, I'd love to have you on. So if you're listening to this and you're going to be there, come say hi and we'll get you a spot to be able to come in uh, and talk. But we want to get people that are vendors and then people that are just part of the community um, as well. Um. To uh. To sit and talk. So I'm looking forward to it. Now we kind of went straight into, um, the expo. But how did you get into uh, doing outdoor stuff, the Jeep stuff, and all that? Uh.
1: The the outdoor stuff out out last the Jeep stuff. Um. You know. It's it's growing up as a kid and and mom
0: is mopping the floor, and she said, all right, everybody out of the house, and nobody's allowed yeah. back in for a couple hours, <laughs> you remember that? Oh, yeah, <laughs>
1: you know, like, you did not go in the house,
0: uh-uh, so, no, you were not, uh,
1: you know, it's not like we stayed in our room, heaven forbid, we were going to do that, yeah, you know, so it's, it's, let's get out, uh, you know, I, my first real memory of it is, there was a, a small creek uh, by the house, and we lived out in the country, and, every time we just hike a little bit farther down it and farther down it. And shoot, I did that from when I was eight years old till I was 18. You uh-huh. know, we were, and we just got farther and farther and camped. And, I mean, the love of the outdoors is, is something that everybody should have. It's, you know, it's, it... it's really an amazing thing that, that brings you peace
0: and it, it's just good for you. You said something that really stuck with me. And I, and I think that, I think it'll help with some of the listeners. Maybe they'll get something out of this. But it's just like what you said. When you're eight years old and you you make it down to the creek, you know, let's say you make it to the creek. That's like the spot. And then once you get comfortable with that, you get a little further. Once you get comfortable with that, you get a little further. It's just like when we go overlanding. The first time that you went backpacking, solo camping, overlanding, whatever it was, the first time you went, you were a little nervous. You know, no, sure. and yeah. and you're like, especially if you went by yourself and you're like, am I going to get stuck? And so you kind of probably didn't go real, real far. Now, some people just go jump all in it. But I know for me, it was like little trips at first, you know, do these little trips. Let's figure the gear out. Let's figure, let's get my comfort level up. And then as you progress, then you get further along, um, which I think it's awesome going back to that you're going to have classes because... I think that's the biggest part. I think that's that's really going to drive your drive this expo is, is the classes. I mean, to be able to sit and talk to people that have done it, you know, it makes you feel, you know, more experienced, more comfortable with going out. So I love that you're having this. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it started off as a kid. Now, when you got into the Jeep thing, is this the first Jeep that you, you owned or did you own anything before that? No, yeah, I... Uh... Before this, I
1: actually, my first off-road vehicle was a, a Toyota pickup. And oh. that was oh. the, the model. I love it. <laughs> the model was pickup. But, man, we had some fun in that. And, you know, maybe not, maybe not the most responsible fun I, I could have ever had. Uh, but we did have fun. And that, that was, like, throughout my college. Or, I'm sorry, my high school career. Uh, when I graduated, I... I dropped into a Ford F-150 for a little bit. That was kind of nice because it had a bed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, right after I got out of college, the first vehicle I bought was a N03 uh, Jeep Wrangler Rubicon. And, man, I, I enjoyed the heck out of that. Did not have the capacity to understand what it was capable of. Yeah. And I was very careful with it. And I, I really wasn't. Uh, that into the, the off road seemed like we'd, we'd go run, you know, through a, a farmer's field, somebody that we knew, and we were just tearing it up, of course, but we'd go run,
0: you know, the trails around the field. Oh, you got to watch this, Ted Lightly, like people. They'll oh, mail you. I be
1: real careful. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can edit this later. Anyway. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> that was back in our youth. You know, we're more responsible now. Yeah.
1: So, um, so I had that for a little bit, and then I uh, I ended up in a, a traveling sales gig, and um, and I traded it in on a, a wonderful Ford Fusion, and that was uh, made sense for a little bit. And then as soon as I got out of traveling sales, like it didn't last 10 days. I was driving this Jeep.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it, it was such a quick and easy decision, and just – I, it took no time. It was like, Man, I hope this job sticks because I'm <laughs> I'm not going back. I already got rid of this. I'm not going back. It's too late. <laughs> and and the coolest thing about it is, you know, you want to talk about a vehicle that changes your life. And yeah. it's not it's not just a Jeep. I mean, find a vehicle that you love that you're passionate about. There's race car guys that would say the same thing. Uh-huh. But I I took it and I found something that I really enjoyed, and I ran with it. And you know, we've we've done the rock crawling and the off roading and just insane stuff. You know, I'm, I'm breaking axles and you know, just being ridiculous with it. And then, you know, it seems like as I've kind of matured a little bit in understanding how far my dollar will go <laughs> when I when I'm breaking stuff. Um, oh yeah. And you know, I had a daughter, so I'm I'm bringing the family into it. Well, they don't wanna go climbing rocks and bouncing all around and just yeah. being crazy with this thing. We wanna go enjoy it as a family. So there's no better way to do that than throw the tent on the roof or drag the trailer or like you and I were both doing at the express rally run, just camp in the back of it, yeah, you know, if you're flying inside. solo mm-hmm. and and really find a vehicle that enjoy that you can enjoy and just doing
0: it but yeah i uh, mean i and i would tell when it comes to vehicles you know obviously uh, i'm a little out there but it's what i had man it's i had already bought it you know i didn't i didn't buy my jeep liberty with the idea that hey we're gonna put a lift on it and we're gonna do this stuff to it like i would have gone a different route because things are easier not in the liberty um but since i had it and it was pretty much almost paid off, started doing stuff for it. Now it's paid off. So it's like, I, I fancy myself selling it every once in a while. But when it comes down to it, if somebody really offered money, I'm not sure I could do it. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, no one's offered to buy it. But if it did sell, I just don't know how I'd feel. For one, so many people recognize the Jeep before they recognize me, you know um oh, because yeah. it's unique it's like ah oh, there's the guy with the crazy liberty you know um so and that's the kind of crazy guy with the
1: liberty, that's well, to
0: well yeah yeah i think crazy <laughs> goes on both um but yeah i mean these vehicles become a part of our lives you know and it's not and, and it doesn't have to be jeep it doesn't have to be toyota it doesn't have to be land rover it can be anything you know it's not one makes it better Um, but like you said, get which, what, what you're passionate about. You know, if you're a a Toyota guy, then dude, there's a ton of really nice Toyotas out there. Um, that you can choose from and you know, vehicles on down the line. I mean, I think, uh, Nissan's going to come out with a new frontier that's supposed to be pretty badass. Um,
1: I've heard awesome stuff about the new, uh, the new Bronco.
0: Let's see it. I'm ready to see it. I
1: saw, I saw a patent. I guess they released a patent uh, for their door hinges. Yeah. So they're going to have removable, removable doors.
0: Yeah. I saw the one where oh, they, yeah, were, the- they were they were going to test race it for Baja. Um, they had a promo video mm-hmm. out, and it it looks like the ones we all it looks like the one we all want the old classic looking, you know. So we'll see yeah. how they do. But uh, yeah, I'm, dude. When that comes out, I'll be a little like if I start looking another vehicle, it's going to be hard to. If I get if I were to get new, it's going to be hard not to consider that if it's what we all feel like it should be. Now, if it yeah if it, it is and isn't, I mean those are two different things. So
1: if it looks like the Ranger and it's an SUV, no. then I'm, just I'm, gonna, I'm out. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I'm out. Right. I'll go get a I'll go get an XJ and tear it up, something like that. So yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well hey, um, we could sit and talk forever. I know that you and I are going to sit and talk at the expo and do a longer um, podcast, more in-depth podcast about how you decided to do the do it. This is basically kind of a promo podcast to get the word out there um, that people, if they want to come, they can go to the website. Can they sign up or is it pay when you get there to attend?
1: You mean to get in the doors? Yeah. So uh, there's pre-sale tickets online that you can buy them online. uh, Okay. Don't have to and don't feel obligated. You can get tickets at the door. The only thing the online ticket sales are really going to get you is that commitment. So if, like, if I was going to go, I'd say, honey, I already bought these
0: tickets. Yeah, Now we have to go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, it, it'll
1: probably scoot you into the into the gate a little bit faster. We'll have a line for
0: you and know,
1: for, for cash and a line. And just so
0: that. everybody knows, it's now it's at the fairgrounds. There is that correct, or is yep, it? Okay, Empire Fairgrounds. Okay, so this is indoor, hundred yeah, percent
1: indoor. Yeah,
0: so people don't need because you know there's two other ones that are all outside, and this is in February. So I just want to let everybody know that yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. will be indoors.
1: It's, <laughs> it's uh... It's like thirty-four thousand square feet, um, and we'll have a lounge so you can come in and just kind of hang out in the lounge. Um, my buddy Aaron over at Artemis is gonna kick us a bunch of folding chairs to set out, and there a bunch. I think he's got a bunch of ostent chairs that he's gonna set out so we can chill in the chairs in the. Well, I was going to say the coolest thing about the lounge, but there's a couple cool things about the lounge. Uh, so the two coolest things, I don't know which one's
0: better. Um, there's a, a bar. Oh, so
1: that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That'll Uh, make,
0: that'll make the podcast go really well.
1: It's a, it's full bar. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, and, and that's rolling all day. So they, they make a good Bloody Mary in the morning. I know that from the other shows I've done there, um, the other cool thing is I just booked a super awesome, uh, band that's going to jam out in the, uh, in the lounge and they're going to play from, I don't know, we haven't nailed it down. So like noon, to, noon to three or four or one to three or four or something like that. Um, but they're brilliant musicians. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a, uh, like a string cheese incident kind of style, bluegrassy. Oh, nice! String dusters. Okay. Uh, they're playing some old school bluegrass and some some new pop and in, in the versions of bluegrass, they're, they're really good. So I booked them today. So that's really fun. Oh, that's fun. Um, And then right next to the line, we've got the uh, the axe throwing. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> right next, right next to the bar, we're gonna throw some axes. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like you can you can walk around with your drinks and bring them over. Dude, the bus. It's, the no than, you, it's no different than, than
0: it's no different than at your campsite. No different. I know. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. yeah. Same rules apply. Same <laughs> rules apply. There you go. So you have to use two hands to throw an axe. I figure they'll at least set their drink down for that. See. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, I got with Tommy Hawk's Axe House out of Springfield on that, and they're kind enough to come in. They're gonna let people throw for free, so that's what? gonna be a blast. Yeah, yeah. Just come in, get line, and throw, and they'll have a they'll have somebody there to coach to kind of teach you how to throw the axes and stuff. And I think they've got three boards, so three mobile throwing lanes that they're bringing nice. in. That's so gonna be awesome. Yeah,
0: that's gonna be. fun. It'll be
1: hard to get me out of the bluegrass band bar. Axe-throwing areas, so yeah. if anybody wants to actually see me working, just keep me away from that. <laughs> there you
0: go. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Well, hey, is there anything that you want to tell us about the expo, just uh, kind of your last chance to, to say something here on the podcast today?
1: Oh, last chances. Uh, yeah, I love being put on the spot. Um, yeah, that's, that's why I didn't tell you I, about it. I, I definitely <laughs> have just a, a couple people that have, well there have been so many people that have contributed so much to this, even everything from a like on Facebook to buying a ticket to being one of our sponsors. I mean, it's, it's so important to us and it means so much. This is a family, uh, business. My wife and I, and my daughter, who a lot of people met at, at Rito, but, uh, we just, we couldn't thank everybody enough. Um, uh, one of the one of the guys that's been there from the ground level he was the first person to say yeah I'm with you this is gonna be great let's do it is is Aaron and Artemis and he's awesome and I, I couldn't thank him enough for for jumping right into this and and just helping it become what it is because yeah. he's you know I, I consider him a, a founding member with me um, another another huge huge um thank you go out to brandon powell at s'more Mm -hmm. Uh, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that and i and i won't tie up the line but s'more is normally closed in february like the park is off limits the trails have been closed for months he stayed open an extra month this year just to keep the trails clean is closing for a little bit but he's opening the park up completely. Like they're coming out of retirement, you know, their winter vacation. Hibernation. To open s'more. Yeah, hibernation. That's what I was looking for. They're opening the park up just for us for the weekend. Yeah, um, I saw
0: that. That's pretty cool.
1: There's cabins available. Uh, and if you haven't been down there, geez, the trails are just awesome. Like, I mean, yeah, you can go down there and, and get crazy with some awesome rigs, but you can also get down there. And, you can spend a half a day just running nice creek trails yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, there's wildlife down there, so I really appreciate Brandon's helping that stuff, and and I'm sure there's there's a million more that that I need to be thanking, but time will run out. I am thankful that, for everything. So. Yeah. You know, it's, been,
0: be it's been pretty cool and, and you know I've been on the I've been on the website and and I'm on Facebook a lot so I see the updates on Facebook and it's pretty amazing what you're able to accomplish so um, pretty excited about everything I'm excited about going I'm excited about doing my podcast there and, uh, and getting to hang out with you a little bit more we had so much fun at the express rally overland uh, promo shoot that uh, um, and you and I instantly clicked and just became like best friends, man. This just happened. It yeah. was just it was we had a good time. So, maybe maybe, was maybe too good of a time at, at times. But it, we won't get into all that. <laughs> um but hey, I just want to tell everybody, you know, go over to the the Facebook page and go over to the webpage. Um again, it's uh 202 hours more expo and um and check it out. And then if you overland to the event, definitely come and sit with me and let's talk about your adventure as far as taking the back roads and what happened to get to the event? Cause I know that there's a lot of people talking about doing some kind of, uh, some kind of trail ride to the event from different areas.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we made the more to more adventure route, Yeah, which is cool. Um, actually, so the way that I mapped that out, uh, I drove down there with my mom, <laughs> with her in the passenger seat. Uh, my mom's, Uh, just just in case she hears this she's just in her early 30s see yeah Uh, of course so uh riding with her she's never really been out in the jeep with me and we made that trail that run Uh, it's pretty mild i mean it's just it's designed to get people excited about you know getting out and taking a different route but man she was she was flustered and red-faced. It was fun. I had her we used paper maps the whole time that we were doing it and then we ran it backwards and used Gaia to to map it, but she was she was beside herself. So there's there's more information on that on the uh, on the website too. So jump on there and check that
0: out. Well, very cool. Yeah, everybody go check that out. Hey Chris, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. I look forward to seeing you and and being there at the event. And uh, whatever you guys do out there, make sure you go all over.